No mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka, welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Earlier today it was announced that Gisborne's water treatment system has failed and residents were told to stop using water immediately. Gisborne Mayor Rahesh Stoltz on the latest on water just after four. There is the human cost and attention will turn to the economic cost of Cyclone Gabrielle, we discussed that. And the issue now for farmers is just how to feed the livestock with silt drowning pastures. President of Federated Farmers, Andrew Hoggard, with us today. And one man has started a Facebook page, a forum where you're able to connect loved ones back together. A huge response of people wanting to know their loved ones are safe. And... We got a message from Coralie in Northland yesterday on the panel. I've been cleaning up our property today and hardly saw a bird. And Coralie wants to know the effect of the cyclone on birds. So we have an expert on just that topic. And as always, I want to hear from you. How are you faring? How are you doing? Any real-time need-to-know information where you are, just get in touch with me. Uh, as always, I love your company uh, and your responses here on the panel. You can text us 2101 and you can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me this afternoon, Jenny Morton, an investment advisor uh, in Autotahi Christchurch at Craig's Investment Partners. Jenny, kia ora. It's lovely to have you on. Kiora Wallace, and it's lovely to be here. Yes, yeah, it feels, it, it seems like quite a while. I think so, it has been yeah. a while. <laughs> uh, now, uh, we were to have Alan McElroy, uh, but um, dates were mixed up. So, for the first time uh, on the panel, <laughs> It's not a panel, it's Jenny. Uh, so, Jenny, uh, it's you and I together, and it's wonderful to have your company today. Now, first, going to Motawai, a community hit extremely hard in the cyclone, and there was notice to evacuate this afternoon. Auckland Emergency Management Deputy Controller Rachel Kelleher said residents of Domain Crescent Motawai should proceed on foot to Mototara Road at the bottom of Domain Crescent immediately. Go on foot. Do not take a car, she told RNZ. And Motawai resident Caroline Bell Booth is with us now. Caroline, kia ora, can you hear me? Hi, Wallace, yes. Loud and clear. Look, Loud des- and clear. describe the situation now, Caroline. There's been uh, an evacuation order today. Yes. So, um we managed to secure some a temporary house on Waitia. Um, uh, Auckland residents that are familiar with Muriwai will know this road as the one that winds around the coast just up from the Gannet Colony. So from where I'm standing right now, Wallace, I'm looking down the length of the beach towards the Kaipara Harbour. And what I can see and hear are um, helicopters swooping over and my understanding is the aerial assessment that's been happening today uh, fed into the informa- fed in that information that the cliff itself was not safe and has thusly um, prompted this complete evacuation from Domain Crescent. I myself um, own uh, a house on Domain, my husband and myself, and we evacuated. Our, um, our house actually had the first slip, and so... We uh, messaged our local firefighters just sort of saying, hey, there's a tree against the house. 
and um, they came promptly to us. Somewhat poignantly and, and tragically, those were the two firefighters that we lost. They helped us cut the tree down and it, it pains me quite greatly every time I think of that, that that was the last time that we saw them. Um, and what I guess the blessing in disguise in, in that sequence of events is because we had called for help, the local firefighters were actually on the scene. I was still inside the house and they were outside the house when they heard the first crack of the landslide yelled that my husband was already outside and Matt yelled for me to grab the bags and run. And what that enabled the firefighters to do was they were already on the scene when the land started crumbling so they could just immediately start evacuating houses around us. And um, in, in the past few days, it's been lovely that they've reassured us in some way that it was that fortuitous uh, tree falling against our house that actually saved a number of lives and then being able oh. to get there so promptly. Oh, Caroline. <laughs> been a week. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Craig Stevenson and his colleague Dave Van Zwanenberg, volunteer firefighters, um, so responded to you. I mean, this is just extraordinarily sad for the whānau, yeah. for locals and the community yeah. grappling with their loss. Indeed. And they, you know, like, it's such a testament to the the risk that um, and the service that everyone who works in a volunteer capacity for the yeah. firefighters, you know, goes into every time. Because, I mean, as, as we all know, none of us knew what was coming. And, you know, on a, on a personal level, they were, they were beloved members of our community. And that's not, that's not saying that just because of the situation. I mean, Dave was, uh, a local vet and, you know, uh, as I say, a, you know, a beloved member of the community. He was—he really was the guy that you would just stop and have a yarn to on the street, which is very commonplace in, in this tight-knit kind yeah. of community and even more so at the moment. But, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's really paining the community. So even though that there's this craziness going on around us right yes. now, yes. The, I mean, the real, the real pain is the loss of someone that, you know, we all held so dear, or two people that we held so dearly. Caroline, uh, we have uh, a panel member with us, Jenny, who is in uh, Christchurch. Jenny, do you want to come in? Uh, Caroline, you know, to you and your community, you need to know that all of New Zealand is feeling for you guys at the moment. And I think here in Christchurch, um, Mm. we can relate a lot to how you're feeling. And we're all sitting here feeling quite, um, I don't know, impotent. We'd like to be doing something yeah. to help. That would be, we'd like, I think we'd all probably put on our gumboots and get on a plane and come and see you and one dole out hugs and two, try and do practical stuff. Yeah. Um, our I hearts are breaking some, for you. If I may make some suggestions on that, my understanding is that there are give a little pages set up either yeah. – you know, um, personally or for a community. But for anyone in Auckland who's, um, you know, uh, direct, you know, knows someone who's directly affected, things like um, offering to meet someone in Kumiu and do a load of washing or things like that or bringing us water is actually quite helpful. Clothes, people now with this evacuation and leaving on foot, you know, people will need clothing and 
you know, they're literally left with nothing. Right now, my husband and I are preparing in our temporary home space for our neighbours to come in. Like, you know, it's a come one, come all situation and we'll be feeding people tonight because, you know, we've, we're sort of two days in front of them and, and preparing food and, and helping other people. The other suggestion I would have is... Um, there have been non-residents coming out here and sort of taking photos and things like that and slightly more nefarious objectives and then amongst that. And I just really ask the Auckland community to please stay away. Let, let this community, the strong community, take care of itself and and yeah. not sort of rub a neck as we, as we navigate this tragedy. Yes. Caroline, uh, speaking to Caroline Balbooth in Murawai uh, there, and of course, attention, the, the, those practical things, as you said, the washing, getting help. If your friend, whanau, out uh, of uh, Murawai, how can you help? Uh, but then the mind also turns to the immediate future and longer term, I guess, Caroline. You must be wondering, OK, um, where to from here for my family? Caroline. Uh, we're with uh, Motawai resident Caroline Bell, both who is joining us there. Caroline, are you with us? Are you back with us? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, did you hear what I said there? Just uh, attention will turn now to, I guess, uh, once the practicals are, uh, are done with, what are the future for residents in Motawai? Oh, honestly, Wallace, at the moment we are dealing with curveballs curveballs at like an hourly rate. Um, I know that the process initially is, is the stickering process and that begets an insurance process. But quite honestly, at the moment, um, it, it really is where are people going to sleep tonight and what will they wear and what will they eat. That's sort of where we are. And if I may also make one more suggestion, there yes. is a Facebook page for Muriwai and uh, Waimoku residents and with accommodation being such a crucial factor in all of this, if people are able to post, if they have you know, a, a house that is empty in the, in the relatively close vicinity and are uh, willing to provide their contact details, then that's a place, that Facebook page is a place we all go to for information at the moment. Um, so yeah. that could be a place if someone wants to offer up but they don't know who to contact, that's a really good go-to place for any help or if someone wants to open their restaurant for food, or I don't know, but that would be a place to go. Oh, Carolyn, thank you very much for being with us. Um, stay safe. We'll be in touch with thank you. you for now, kia ora. Uh, to you and uh, Farno there. That's Caroline Balbooth, a Motawai uh, resident there. It's four minutes, sorry, four, yeah, four minutes to four. Well, here on the panel, we have been getting texts on family members trying to get in touch with others. Some people in isolated communities have not heard from anyone for days. Well, our next guest has started a Facebook page, a forum where you're able to connect loved ones back together. It's called Hawks Bay Floods Lost Family and Friends. I asked Richard Lay what he thought of the response. Blown away, like, to be perfectly honest. Um, I sort of thought when I started it, I might get, you know, 500, 1,000 people on there. Um, and it'd be quite easy to manage. Um, but yeah, as, as you can see, it is, it's gone absolutely crazy. 
Yes, so uh, young and old, um, thousands upon thousands of posts, and people, you know, trying to connect, looking for their loved ones. Richard, so tell us how it works. Um, basically, the idea is um, people can go on there as they have people that they're looking for. Um, they can put their name, a phone number, um, and a rough area on on where they were were last. That way, other people um, can go through there, have a look. They might, some of them might have information. They might have seen them at an evacuation centre. They might have seen their name on a board somewhere. Um, they might live down the road and and have reception or or be able to go down and check and then come back and post on the page and say, hey, look, you know, we do know where they are. They are safe. Um, and as much as the civil defence and the police and everyone are doing a great job, there's not a lot of information coming out of um, Napier at the moment. So if we can sort of help by you know, connecting people with people, then, you know, we're doing the right thing. And um, it, m- it must take a lot to uh, administrate now. I mean, are there constant updates on the page? Uh, there is. So it started off with just myself. Um, last night uh, I had a few people reach out to say that they could, um, that you know, if I needed a hand, they could help. Uh, so I um, sort of chatted back to them and I now have a team of five people behind the scenes that are that are helping out looking after the page um, all day, every day. Yeah, Good on you, Richard. Hey, thanks for being with us. No worries. Thanks, Wallace. That is uh, the Facebook page, Hawks Bay Floods, Lost Family and Friends. It's been quite an intense week or so, hasn't it, Jenny? It's, it's, I think someone said that, I read somewhere that just the news is unfolding hour by hour, and that's the thing. You know, it just seems that, Every time you listen to the news or updates on on Radio New Zealand, which seems to have become um, a very important source of information for people, it just things are changing, things are happening. It's quite frightening. It really is. Jenny Morton with me this afternoon. The latest on the water issue in Gisborne just after four. Stay with us right here on the panel, RNZ National.